Hello everyone, I'm Mark, the chief writer here at Maltopia, and I just wanted to remind you the sleep-wake cycle is but one of a series of interconnected horror podcasts within the wide and weird world of Maltopia. For Easter eggs, crossover events, and additional lore, please check out our other series, The Shepherd of Wolves, Red Mother, Grimland, and The Damnation Machine. And be sure to check out our free content on our Patreon page for additional lore and stories. For even more Maltopia content, consider becoming a patron. Starting for as little as $2 a month, benefits range from additional art, update videos, early episode access, our mini-podcast series, October's Children, both written and full audio pieces, such as The Lost Library, Tales of Maltopia, and The Weird Book. You can also gain access to our found footage show, The Weird Tape Series, and even our Patreon-exclusive, fully-produced audio series, Devil's Clay. So, with all that said, I will leave you to the darkness. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Rusty Quill presents
to Jericho, a place where the concept of heroes is obsolete. In the eyes of this world, heroes are nothing more than a fading dream, a relic of a bygone era. What this world truly craves is not heroes, but rather the elusive embrace of peace and security. However, achieving these ideals is not a task for the faint-hearted, especially in an age when our enemies are as numerous as the stars in the night sky. Let us begin by dismantling the illusions that may have been perpetrated throughout your lives. Illusions that have served some, but now must serve you no longer. It is an undeniable truth that monstrosities inhabit this very earth we tread upon. The reasons behind their existence are multifaceted and intricate. But for your current purpose, they are immaterial. What you must grasp is this. By the time your journey through Jericho is complete, after you have absorbed the wisdom we are about to impart to you, you will go amongst these very monstrosities. Yet, do not misconstrue your purpose here. You are not meant to join their ranks but to crush them from existence. Here, you will learn the brutal arts of combat, the intricacies of strategy, the skills of survival. You will be trying to wield power beyond imagination, for it is only through this power that you can hope to confront the legions that threaten our existence. The path you embark upon is one of sacrifice, of forsaking the comforts of humanity to embrace the mantle of destroyer. Remember, our mission is not one of desire, but of necessity. The world has cried out for saviors, and in response, you will deliver them into a world where heroes are not needed, because evil has been vanquished. Welcome to Jericho, cadets, where you will be remade to confront the darkness, not as heroes, not even as human beings, but as weapons. Great squad is down. Send in Phantom Squadron. Phantom, you're up. Roger that. Target's just retreated into the apartment building. We can hit it with heavies once we get a negative scan for civilians. Collateral damage has been authorized. Hit the building. Command, there could be large numbers of civvies in there. Hit the building, soldier or you'll find yourself in charge of stacking the bodies. But, Command. Ghost Squad, do you read? Roger, Command, go ahead. Hit the building. Roger that, going hot. Wait, the scan just came back, 73 civvies. 73 fucking people, goddammit. Hold the kill order. 
Do you hear me? Hold the... What the fuck have you just done? Targets eliminated. Moving up. Captain Stroud, report to base. Now! Here we are, Stroud. Welcome to your new home away from home. The adjustment room. Security clearance, Murtaugh. Remain still. Scanning. ID confirmed. Head on in. Absorb the following lesson. Morals have no objective existence. Morals cannot be seen, touched, smelled, or heard. Morals cannot be experienced. Morals do not exist. You cannot transgress against a moral, because morals are not real. How long am I supposed to stay locked up in here? Until you've gone through all the phases of your reconditioning. Which is to say, when you're all better. What the hell is that supposed to mean? I'll check on you in a couple of months or so. Close and lock door 237. Closing and locking adjustment sound 237. Hey, come on! You can't keep me in here that long. Hey, let me out of here. Hey, Officer Murtaugh. Officer Murtaugh. The XO's on the move. Hold on. I've got her. She's entered the street carnival. The place is packed, sir. Should we monitor her movements until a better opportunity presents itself? No, we can't risk it. Insomniac, you have the green light. Be advised, the status of this OP remains covert. Keep it quiet and avoid collateral. Roger that. Target in sight. Trying to catch me from behind, huh? <laughs> nice try. But I can see your very ghost, where it hides under that meat blanket you call a body. And if you take even one more step, don't think I possess the moral rectitude to spare a single one of these fools a painful death. <laughs> Lady, believing in ghosts is one thing, but morals? <laughs> That's a fool's game. They don't exist. was just a series of losses. First, our mother. Then, they separated me and Romy. Next, they made me lose myself. And now, they've managed to pry us apart all over again. Because of what they made me. Or, I don't know, maybe Spider was onto something. We're only what we choose to become. I'd been hit by the best of them. Had my shit kicked in, but good. 
Yet it was Romy who ended up hitting me the hardest. I could have disappointed anyone else in the world, even the whole world for all I cared. But to lose her faith in me was the biggest loss of all. Which, given my circumstances, I guess wasn't such a bad thing. Because when my inhuman father tried to fix me with eyes like bottomless pits, I just returned the favor. Do you despise me so much, my son, and for something so little as but a single solitary death? How many mewling babes have you left without their doting mothers or fathers? Was there not a grander purpose guiding your hand? Would you not begrudge me the same defense? He'd been listening to everything Romy and me said to each other, using it against me. I wondered if the revolvers could take him out. I'm sure even Spider thought he was untouchable. Until he wasn't. Leave him alone! Is this all you wanted? To hurt us more than you already have? Just say what you gotta say and leave us the hell alone. Have I hurt you indeed? I wonder, would you prefer to have been sired by a typical man? To be made the subjects of fear? The prey of monsters? Would you have lived happy little lives free of pain and strife? Perhaps. Perhaps if the world hadn't fallen to darkness, I could have understood your hatred. But now, in this world, where devils seek out who they may, I am only wondering why you have not thanked me for blessing you with such wondrous gifts. Given the fact that you're one of those devils who seek out who they may, I think it's safe to say that you're going to be waiting a while for that thank you. And even now, when I seek to preserve the world from additional darkness, assist you in returning the world to some semblance of its lost order, you cannot see your way past the single death of your mother. Do you really think I'm that stupid? That selfish, that my mother would be the only death I'd hold against you? You're a genocidal abomination for Christ's sake. An inhuman horror responsible for thousands, maybe millions of deaths. You're not some misunderstood monster. You're a fucking cancer. Now why don't you just spare us all your bullshit and tell us what we need to do to stop the next darkness? I am what I was born to be, my precious daughter. No more, no less. Just like you. If you cannot forgive me my nature, so be it. But know this. I could never judge you to be wanting, but only realize you for what you truly are. My greatest creations. My children, who laid low the inimitable and enigmatic Spider Black, dethroned a prince of below, and incinerated the Queen of the Carnivian within an inferno fashioned from her own insatiable hunger. I have only pride and admiration for the two of you. Nothing less. What are you trying to do, huh? Incite some kind of sibling rivalry? Sugar had a lot to do with that, um, dethroned prince of below. I mean, there are three of us, right? It thrills me to hear my son's voice at last. But of course you're right. The Prince of Sweets is no less a treasured son. But that one has no difficulty in understanding who 
and precisely what he is. Nor does he have any misgivings about his father, whom he trusts completely. And why is that exactly? Why are all the others so different from us? Who am I to answer for the powers of darkest evolution? Why did the first man not share the waddling gait of his apish peers? Whether by wondrous accident or secret intent, the universe keeps its own counsel. While it warms my atheist cockles to hear demons cite evolution, you'll excuse me for thinking you're full of shit. It was hard to pull myself out of my head, or my ass, but I didn't want Romy to feel alone against our father, who clearly wasn't interested in being up front with us. Regardless of how she really felt about me, we needed to be a united front. To one such as I, sold in sleep and reaped from dream, mystery is the salt upon the stake, a seasoning whose absence renders even the tenderest flesh tasteless. You make the mistake of assuming that those from the other side have a clearer view of the ultimate truths. We do not. So, you season your steak, huh? Well, doesn't that just make you all relatable? You do that little pinky thing when you drink tea, too? And when the hell do you think we were born, huh? You monsters live in doubt and die at the feet of mystery. Give me a fucking break. Do you really think you're the first freak who tried blowing smoke up our asses? Try pulling yourself away from those roiling heroes once in a while. Maybe buy a copy of How to Win Friends and Influence People, because your con game needs some serious work. <laughs> you cut me to the quick, Isaiah. But I'm afraid it was none other than my vigil, looking out over the heroes, that first led me to him, Esiah the Fallen. He'd given up on the homecoming routine, and was finally getting down to brass tacks. But just how much we could trust what he had to say was anyone's guess. He left only the smallest traces of himself behind, flecks and floatsome adrift in darkest dream. That's when I set the deep sleepers upon his trail, composing the pieces, creating a portrait of deliberate menace. But then it all ceased. I suspect he grew wise of my machinations, what proof of him I possessed, faint though it was, put me on an altogether different trail of equal significance. He has gathered minions to his side, it appears. Old powers that have abided deep in secret places, called up from the depths. They gather round him like lions at the kill, eager for a share of the spoils. It is upon one of these ancient creatures that I have focused my most recent efforts. Even as we speak, my own minions scour the land for science. Soon, they will return bearing the fruits of their labors, and from those succulent insights, we shall determine our course. So we find this guy's henchman, and we build a bridge to him, right? True enough. But I would not underestimate these henchmen, my son. Such creatures are paragons of absolute corruption, old as stone and clever as death. To confront them is to court your own demise. So they're basically just like you. <laughs> 
are an incorrigible creature, Isaiah. It serves you well. Are the Wakeless even aware of Isaiah? The Wakeless, like the universe, keep their own counsel. Though I suspect they are waiting for the signs. The coming darkness. Oh, Sugar explained your beef with the Wakeless. That they would discard you once the next darkness arrived. As if you were created to be expendable. <laughs> you take the Wakeless as my makers? Oh, Rosemary. It seems I was incorrect to assume Mr. Sugar the most gifted mirth-maker of my children. Why, the Wakeless had no hand in my becoming, you foolish creature. My creator, my father, is the Nightmare of Worlds. I am the very blood son of Shagorin, god of the Harrows. The Wakeless, his servitors, have no share in the power from which I am derived. They are only the moths drawn to my father's fire. Fire that burns within his son as well, and his son's children. The reveal hit me like a gut punch, knocking all the air out of me. We were <laughs> corrupted beyond imagining. The blood and flesh and filth of what sounded an awful lot like an unbegotten. Then why would you be left out of everything after the darkness? I don't understand. Regardless of my prestigious lineage, I am a creature of two realms, which is one realm too many for my father and his doting supplicants. But I am not merely my father's pawn, his functionary and his war against waking. I am the lord of the liminal space betwixt dream and daylight, walker of two worlds but beholden to neither. And I will not be denied what is mine. There you go. Now I feel like we finally have something in common. Daddy issues. It was the first time the eyes in the darkness showed any emotion. They blazed a blackness that might have put oblivion to shame. Just for a moment. Ah. And speaking of my father's sycophants... I can feel our new watchdog shadow staining my gates. Draugr, no doubt he's heard something of your arrival and come to investigate. Ah, unfortunately I must tend to this fool. We will speak again soon, my precious children. And in the quiet darkness, we shall make such wonderful plans. Our father and the nightmare darkness he'd brought with him sank away into the spaces beneath us, tar seeping into so much cracked earth. In their stead, the silvery, predatory eyes of my other siblings melted into view. Having learned of our extended ancestry, they seemed more demonic than ever, more alien. <laughs> but that was the kettle calling the pot black. We were all cut from the same sackcloth. Isaiah was standing a few feet away from me, his face turned away. I couldn't tell if he was ticking or just refusing to look at me. The twin sister who'd accused him of being an inhuman murderer. 
Well, aren't you two the apple of our father's eye? <laughs> he came all the way up from below just to speak with you. Aw, <laughs> you lucky bums! I wanted to see Daddy too! Why didn't you tell us who Gloomhest was? Where he came from? What he came from? Oh, that. Well, I uh, didn't think you two could handle it yet. You know, truth can be sort of like too much candy. It can make your tummy hurt. <laughs> Jesus, I am so sick of your shit. So what now? We supposed to sit around and wait till Gloomhest spies or whatever come back with some news? Isaiah finally turned around, but looked right past me. My, <laughs> what a workaholic. You both just laid giants in their graves. Don't you think you deserve some good old-fashioned rest and relaxation? Why, I might even be able to scrounge up some rich, delicious chocolate milk. <laughs> could make us all dinner. I've got my own special oven and everything. I was still numb, but the psychic morphine was starting to wear off. The world was beginning to ripple, like images laid atop disturbed water. And somewhere behind the sounds of the groaning underground, footsteps plodding and wet. It was her. I knew it. Charlotte. Thanks. But I think I'll pass on both. Since it looks like we're gonna be stuck here for a little bit, you could do me a favor. Oh, a favor! <laughs> I don't think you've ever asked me for a favor before! What is it, dear brother of mine? Wait, let me guess. You want me to find you a pair of giant squeaky sneakers? <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute. No, no, that's not it. <laughs> I've got it. A pale water gun that actually shoots confetti. <laughs> ooh, 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 my turn. Is it a puppy? I love puppies. No, I just want directions. Sure thing. And where exactly does my party-pooping brother want to go? I knew even before he said it, where in all the years I'd spent in New Vic, I never set foot. To Silk Street, where they kept all the women who got pregnant during the night plague. Where we were born. The Sleep-Wake Cycle is a Maltopia production. Today's episode was written by Mark Anzalone and performed by Mark Anzalone, Kelly Bear, and David Cummings. The episode was edited by Walker Kornfeld. Sound production and editing was performed by Stephen Anzalone. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Maltopia. That's M-A-E-L-T-O-P-I-A. And if you'd like to know more about the world of the sleep-wake cycle and contribute to its nightmarish expansion, visit us at www.patreon.com forward slash Maltopia, where you can gain access to all sorts of art, mythologies, stories, and more. For more information about the sleep-wake cycle and the world of Maltopia, 
Visit Meltopia.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 